Welcome to the Inspired Leader Podcast, the series in which we explore the sources of leadership inspiration. I'm Andy Bird, and for this edition I've come to Liverpool to meet Katie Walker, the winner of the Young Achiever Prize and the Prince's Trust's annual Pride of Britain Awards. I got in a, a violent relationship, I didn't know I was in a controlling relationship, had no idea, until my ex beat me so bad one night that he broke every bone in my face and I had to uh, spent three months in and out of hospital having my face reconstructed. I would absolutely say speak out. It seems to be that nobody wants to talk about these type of relationships or what they've been through, but it will absolutely make you feel better. I want people to walk out feeling positive and feeling good about themselves and feeling like they can take on the world. So Katie, great to meet you. Thank you very much for coming along. Oh no, thank you. I believe you've set up a business, a beauty salon in Liverpool. Tell us a bit about what's going on there. Yeah, we've been open for five years now. We are a hair, beauty, nail salon just in Walton in Liverpool. We've been going for five years now. I've got five members of staff and we're like a little family and it's just, you know, it's amazing. It's at the point now where that this is where I wanted to be when I opened a business. Yeah, good for you. Great success then, it's yeah. really flourishing. Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And so tell us a bit about the story that led you to set it up. So you know, what motivated you to set up your own uh, your own company? Yeah, so um, I've worked in the hair and beauty industry for, well, 18 years now. Um, when I was in school, I was a Saturday girl in a salon, and then when I left school, I went on to do an apprenticeship, and I've just worked in a lot of different hairdressers for the past few years, and I just got a bit of a feel of good salons and bad salons and when I was working with these other people I just used to see things that I'd do differently and I, I just yeah. always wanted to make changes and it was never in my grasp you know it was never my I was never able to make these changes that I could see yeah. so I was like one day no that's it I'm I am gonna, gonna do it myself and <laughs> I know what I want and that, that's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so the journey you've been through personally to get to this point it's not been an easy one has it? No, You've had some difficult not. times over the past and it'd be great to just share a bit with the listeners some of the things that you've had to put up with that makes your success in setting up a business all the more extraordinary? So I, I had a really, really good childhood. Um, you know, my mum and dad have always wanted the best for me and just had a normal, happy childhood. And then when I was 18, I decided to go and work in Spain for a little bit. And my partner, who I met out there, we were together for about a year and I came home to visit family and unfortunately while I was while I was back in the UK he he passed away over there. So that was a really just awful time in my life. It was the, it was the first real trauma that I'd had in my life and it was really difficult to deal with. But I think it's it's helped me in the future to be able to deal with other things that I've gone on to go through. Yeah. So that was a difficult point, but it didn't end there, did it? There, no. there was more to come. Yeah, definitely. So tell a little bit more about some of the other things. So after that, when I was 23, I thought that I'd got my dream. I'd opened a salon. I was renting it for six months, you know, thought I'd signed a contract. And the person who I'd rent, was renting the property off had the building repossessed and he stole all of my stock and I was left with nothing. You know, I'd spent six months working so hard to build this business up, thought that my dreams had come true and then and then I was left with nothing. So that was quite hard to deal with, really. So it's a commercial challenge there. Yeah, definitely. And then more? Just after that, a year after that, um, I had an ectopic pregnancy and lost a baby, found out that I couldn't have kids without IVF and... All I ever wanted was to have a family, so that was really difficult to deal with because I just felt 
like you know all these dreams that I was having it was just knockdown after knockdown and I was just sort of not getting nowhere near where I wanted to be in life and it was very hard I did start drinking a lot and I was just going from job to job house to house not really knowing where I wanted to be in life or knowing where I wanted to be in life but not knowing the, the right path to go on to get there and feeling like I wasn't getting any closer but that's when I went to the Prince's Trust after that and they really sort of helped me do my business plan and put something in place to say, yes, you, you actually can do this. And even though you're having these setbacks, you know, it's going to make you stronger for the future. And, and, it, and it has, it absolutely has. So that was when I was 23. And then in 2011, I got in a, a violent relationship. Didn't know I was in a controlling relationship, had no idea until my ex beat me so bad one night that he broke every bone in my face and I had to... I uh, spent three months in and out of hospital having my face reconstructed and that was just such a difficult time for me. You know, I didn't even recognise myself in the mirror and all my whole life has been about making people feel good about themselves and, you know, working in the industry that I work in, that's what it's like. So going through such a trauma and having my face reconstructed and not recognising myself it just was the worst thing I've ever had to deal with. But I think all these little traumas along the way really did help me sort of pick myself back up. And, you know, my, my passion for my career as well and my clients did help get me through through this tough time. And going back to the Prince's Trust and, you know, starting to set up my business again gave me something to focus on in life. So you mentioned the Prince's Trust. For those of people listening who don't know about the Prince's Trust, what is that? You know, how did that help you? For me personally, I went on a course called the Enterprise Course and it's a four-day course and you learn about your taxes, you learn how to do a business plan, you learn about all the sides of things that I had absolutely no idea about. I just wanted the fun sides of things and thought it was going to be amazing opening this salon and it's all the other side that you actually really have got a clue. Like with the contract with my ex-landlords for the property, you know, I had no idea that that was... So they really help you with all the legal sides and that's for me personally, but then they've got so many other parts of the charity where they help kids who are particularly having a, a rough time and help them gain the confidence back and yeah. they're just absolutely amazing the way yeah. they do. Yeah. Now you've won recently uh, the Young Achiever Award. I did. Which was a fantastic <laughs> achievement. What, what was, um, because there's more to it, isn't there? There's more to your story even than you've said so far. Yeah. What was it that led you to win that prize in particular? Yeah, so um, since opening the salon, I just wanted to give something back. Uh, so I was just offering free pampers to women who I particularly had a bad time. I decided in 2014, I'd had the salon for a year. We opened in 2013, but I still wasn't myself and I wasn't, I was still having panic attacks. And, you know, even though I had all this excitement going on because it was everything I wanted in life, I still wasn't myself. So I came out with my story on social media and I was absolutely overwhelmed at the response that I got. You know, I came up with my story to raise awareness and to also yeah. show people that even though this has happened to you, like there is light at the end of the tunnel and you still can go on to do, follow your dreams in life. And as soon as I came out with my story, the amount of women that I had contacted me was just overwhelming. 
So I decided just to start offering a free pamper just to help them with the confidence and feeling good about themselves. And for that work, yeah, I was recognised at one of Pride of Britain yeah, Awards. Yeah. So and how are you amazing. taking it forward now? Because you're actually beginning to move that further now to set up a charity, is that right? Yes, definitely. Since winning the Pride of Britain Award, that's gave me the platform that I needed to set up. I'm currently renovating the two upstairs floors in my business into a domestic abuse centre. And we're going to be doing a confidence boosting course, work experience, training classes, counselling. And it's all about, I've sort of just fell into it and put the two and two together about being can people feel good but also the counselling side of it because when I went for my own counselling I only went for the two sessions and I actually even though it's proven to work I walked out feeling you know really low and just not so good not so good about myself and I want to change that with the aftercare which there's not much out there of at the minute and I want people to walk out feeling positive and feeling good about themselves and feeling like they can take on the world but then also coming back the next time for the counselling. So you now find yourself in the situation of leading two things one, one of which is your business but also the charity as well it's just emerging yeah. there. How are you finding that experience of leading? I'm finding it easier now when I first opened the, ch- the salon I just found it so challenging I found it challenging to be able to tell people what to do Um, (laughs) and I I found that a lot more easier now but I think it's finding that balance as well when you work in a small business you come very close to the people that you work with and I found you know there's a lot of people out there who will take advantage of you know somebody who's good to them I've had a lot of staff who I have been good to in the past and they have absolutely taken advantage of me and I think it's finding that balance of you are their leader you are their mentor, but they do still work for you. And I think it's about having respect as well. I've worked in a lot of places where management haven't had respect for us. So we don't you don't really tend to have respect back to people. And I have a lot of respect for my team. Like the work that they do in my salon is just amazing. And they're not just doing the jobs, they're carrying on the dream that I had of creating somewhere where it's homely, it's friendly, where the clients feel relaxed. And that's what they're carrying on is the atmosphere in the business. Yeah, that's fantastic. And how do you bring that tougher edge though? when people may be, as you say, sort of taking advantage. How do you handle that? I think it's it's a very difficult situation because sometimes that's just what people are like. It's just people, you know, it's just the type of people that they are. But I think also it's you setting an example for your team. It's about mentoring them. It's about, you know, even though maybe they can't do the job up to their standards, you can teach that person how to do it. You can train them into sort of how you want them to work and the person that you want them to be and then once you've got that team it's easier for other people to jump on board and copy. So in terms of your learning I mean there's some lovely learning there about your leadership but you must have had a huge amount of learning personally in terms of your experience of getting through some of the challenges you had in early in your life. There may well be people listening who've been through similar experiences. What kind of advice what kind of insight can you share to people who've had this kind of challenge in their life in some way? I would absolutely say speak out. It seems to be that nobody wants to talk about these type of relationships or what they've been through, but it will absolutely make you feel better. That's what sort of got me through it, is talking to more people about it. And everybody who I've spoke to who've been through it have said... All they want is to talk to somebody who has also been through it because it's hard to understand unless you have. 
So definitely, I mean, there's so many amazing organisations out there. There's so much help and you feel like you're on your own in these situations, but you're not, you know, there's two women a week are killed in the UK alone at the minute through this. And the only way that we can put an end to this is if more people speak out about what they're going through and get the support that they need. And when you think, so you you externalise some of that through talking up and speaking out about it. Yeah. But in terms of the learning about how you dealt with it yourself, I mean, you talked about having some counselling and stuff. Was there anything you learned through going through that? Yeah, I think, unfortunately, with the counselling, it is hard because you do have to go right back to the very first point of, you know, ever feeling low in, in your life. And I think that's something that you do need to prepare yourself for, but it does work. And that's sort of what I hope to do with the charity that I'm setting up is instead of walking out feeling a little bit negative because you are bringing up all these emotions that you thought you might have actually closed, it's about walking out feeling positive that actually even though I've been through this, I am strong and there is light at the end of the tunnel and you can go on to still do amazing things. Fantastic. So you're here now, you've got the future ahead of you. What kind of vision have you got for your success in the future? What kind of things are you dreaming about? Um, I would absolutely love to set the charity up to help hundreds more women and then hopefully move it to other parts of the country that really need this. And I'm also going into schools because I really want to break the cycle of domestic abuse and to teach children what to look out for in a controlling relationship so that they know before it gets to the point that it is with myself. Yeah. So that's the charity side. And you see the link with the business continuing? Do you see the integration between the two? Yeah, I think it's the whole feeling good about yourself. It's the whole positive, you know, walking into a salon and feeling relaxed. And that's what... It's your cool idea, bringing everything you've been through together in together, a magical yeah, way. Definitely. Yeah. And I'm hoping the girls that we help in the future who've been, who we've helped with the counselling, that they will then train to be a counsellor and then they will start helping yeah. the girls in the future and start getting that, that cycle going, really. Wow, what a story. Katie, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been fascinating talking to you. You've very generously offered, I believe, to... Uh, be there if anybody would like to contact you directly through Twitter or something like that. Just why don't you explain? Yeah, if anybody would like to contact me to hear more about what we're doing with the charity, if anybody would like to support in any way, or even you know just contact me for a bit of a chat, you can contact me through my Twitter page, which is Casey Walker eighty five, or Casey Cares, which is the charity page, and there will be a link to my email address on there. Thank you very much indeed, Katie. I'd encourage you all to get in touch with Katie directly and I'd also recommend another podcast which is well worth a listen. It has the wonderful name of the Squiggy Career Podcast, produced weekly by an organisation called Amazing If. And it really does provide some brilliant advice for young people about how to find happy careers. So look out for that one too. Bye for now.